I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Explosive Growth Fast with Ryan Lee and Brad Gibb. I think you're going to really enjoy this interview that I did with two of my favorite clients, Ryan Lee and Brad Gibb. There's a reason why the three of us get along so well. Ryan and Brad have one of the same passions that I have. They are obsessed, like literally up early, up late, all day, working on helping entrepreneurs and supporting entrepreneurs to do better in the world, to feel more confident in the world, and to guard their wealth. Well, I started working with Brad and Ryan about a quarter ago, um, or actually, when this podcast was recorded, recorded, we had been working together for about a quarter. And when we started working with them, or when we started working together, both Brad and Ryan told me they were in a place where they didn't know if they should keep going. They didn't know if they should keep this business going. They didn't know if they wanted to keep doing it because it had gotten so hard. And I can tell you right now, knowing these guys like I do now and having become friends with them and built a relationship with them that had they left their business, it would have been a tragedy for entrepreneurs because Brad and Ryan are financial advisors or people who show you how to not just make your money, but keep your money. And they do it for entrepreneurs in an incredibly unique way that the feedback that they get, the testimonials they get, the way people feel about them is unheard of for financial advisors. Like when's the last time you heard anybody bragging about their financial advisor? Well, Ryan and Brad are exactly those guys. And I, in this podcast, in this interview, I want you to hear how quickly they more than tripled the size of their team, doubled the size of their business, exploded what was going on. If you're looking for fast growth, if you know you're leaving money on the table, if you know you could be doing more, this interview is going to reveal a ton to you in the context of business growth. I don't want to wait any longer. I'm going to let you listen to this interview I did with Ryan Lee and Brad Gibb from Atlas Wealth. Brad, Ryan, it is just, it's awesome to connect with you guys. I'm excited to, to have a quick conversation and really primarily because I want the two of you to share the contrast where you were just a few months ago and where you are now. And, and I think that everyone listening is going to get a ton of tactical application of like, these are the things that really move the company forward. You guys have had a pretty incredible few months, huh? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's been, it's been an amazing roller coaster ride that just gets faster and more focused as we go. And, and when we met you, Alex, at the first of the year, um, 
it felt like a therapy session where you were going through and diagnosing all of our deepest secrets and fears and worries. And, and so we, I hope people can, can take away things from this because really our biggest takeaway from this is that it is possible. And what seemed totally and completely impossible and we had tried it so many times that we were completely convinced it would never happen has already happened. So we'll just jump right to that. It's May and we've already outdone our total revenue from the prior year. And not only have we already outdone the, the total revenue from the last year, we've done it in a way that has reduced pressure and noise. I mean, last year we grinded like yeah. crazy to get the revenue that we had. This year in four months, we, we've still grinded, but we're grinding back on what, moving forward again, being in momentum. And it's because you've helped us get clear on how to build a team. So Ryan, here's something that I want to make sure everyone who's listening understands, because I think entrepreneurs get to this place where they're like, man, all of this is going to take so long and it's so hard. And they see like, it's hard to see forward motion. We started working together about four months ago, right? Four or five months ago. Mm -hmm. So, and in January, the, your company consisted of just the two of you. That was it. And how big is the team now? Seven people now. Brad, what is that like having seven people? Like it is, how much more are you guys getting done now? Well, that's why we were able to increase revenue. We were out of the ability to increase revenue because we had no more capacity because Brian or I had to do it. And we were avoiding clients because we didn't, we couldn't give them any of our time. So Alex, we were just having this conversation this morning. We love, absolutely love what we do. But at the end of last year, we were burnt out. I remember when I talked to you guys, it was, it kind of felt like you were on the edge of like, should we do this anymore? Yeah. Yep. So you both really were there. Yeah. And we so had, had those conversations already. Yep. So Ryan, here's, here's something that I want everyone who's listening to hear is that it's only been four months. Like it's a little bit more than a quarter. And you went from, I don't know if I should do this anymore to like, where, what is the mentality now for the two of you? Now we're back, we're back on purpose and we're back on fire again because we're, we've, we've now created space for us to do what we love. The reason we were so burnt out is we hired employees w- without any intention whatsoever. And as soon as we put them on payroll, we thought that the problem would go away. And that mentality and that, that framework compounded the problem. And that, that was part of our issue last year is we, we, we treated it, we did not know how to target the right people. We did not know how to set clear expectations. We weren't ever in alignment. And it turned into a big chaotic mess. Well, and, and we also didn't know how to be a CEO. Like we were implementers and we were very, very good implementers, which is why we were a seven figure business with just two implementers. But we didn't know what it meant to, to actually be a CEO and run a company. And I sort of like felt disingenuous when I say I'm an entrepreneur because it was just me, you know? <laughs> and, and Ryan and I weren't even on the same page. It was Ryan was doing his thing and I was doing mine and we called our, put ourselves under the same name. But in the last four months, we've hired two very key people directly on our team and then contracted with four others. So that's, or I guess, what's my math? Three others. So that gives us our team of seven. Um, and we've taken out of our head everything that, the way Ryan was doing it and the way I was doing it. And it's a very easy to understand, clear process. And now we can hire somebody to say, that's the process I want you to own or well, less that more the outcome, right? Here's the outcome that needs to be done. Here's the tools that you have to do it in. And, and we can move just incredibly fast now. 
So one of the things that I share with entrepreneurs is this, this statement that process will set you free. And here, let me just set this up because here's what I hear from people so often. Like, oh, I don't want to be in meetings. I don't want to have a schedule. I don't want stuff on my calendar. Like, I just want the business to grow, but I don't want to have to like do all the stuff. And what we coach is if you put the right process in place, you spend a fraction of the time running your company that you, you are running when there's not a process in place. Are you guys finding that to be true? 100% man. I mean, when you say the word meeting, I think any entrepreneur kind of throws up a little bit in the back of their mouth because that's <laughs> all down, right? But now that we have targeted interactions, there's a very clear purpose. There's a very clearly choreographed time and meet, you know, purpose for the, for the meeting. And we get in and get out and get back to production, get back to making a difference. And not, not only us, but our teams, they like it. They know what they're being measured on. They know what's expected. They get in, they get out, we go to work. One of the things I tell entrepreneurs is that when you create, when you work within a process, time with your team will feel like momentum. Because for a lot of entrepreneurs, time with your team feels like you got in trouble or feels like you're in detention. Have you noticed that contrast? Man, 100%. The team that we had last year, <laughs> it was over some just big chaotic collision because we hadn't paid attention. They hadn't paid attention. We were expecting a result. We weren't on the same page. So every time we met, it was exactly that. But now when we meet, you're right, man. We have energy because we know what we've done. We're excited to report on it. We're excited then to hit the next milestone. Uh, Brad, was that weird for you to go from like, because... I remember when we talked before, you guys had even mentioned you dreaded meetings with your team. I think you even used the word dreaded meetings with your team. And, and how, how weird is it to go from dreading meetings with your team to looking forward to it and being excited afterwards? Oh, well, again, it makes us like what we do again because I, because something gets done and it's not because we've done the work now to where that person can be effective. Now it's about, because we're all bottom line right? Entrepreneurs were all bottom line. The meetings didn't used to be bottom line. It used to be mucking through all of this garbage and not clear and people's feelings and the stuff that scares us all to now. It's just, is the process working or not? How can we support you? How can I help you get what you want? Bring me. And then, and we're back to what we like as entrepreneurs is just solving the problem and moving it forward. So we spent like, I find myself just leaving my, my team messages saying, thank you guys, this got done and this is awesome and we appreciate you. So it's more than just avoiding it. Now it's like, yeah, pendulum swing the other way. Brad, it feels like you're getting kind of a little emotional. Yeah, just a little, just a tiny. Not but right. you are, right? Like, and I, I want to draw that out because here's, here's, what, like, here's what I'm reading and feeling from you is that like when you, when you have a team that shows up in a way that it makes you feel like you can do more, when you have a team that you really feel that support both personally and in the business, it is emotional, isn't it? it, it and so much of it for me anyway was relief. Like when you, one of the big mind shifts in becoming a CEO was not accepting the crap that I was used to accepting. How, giving myself permission to say, I need help and support to take this away. And when we brought our key person on the first 15 minutes of like the interview as to whether this is going to be a good fit is we were very clear. You're here to support me and Ryan. Mm -hmm. We're here to get us through that and, and to protect us in a way. And that's what we're going to hold you to. That's what we need done. And to, to say that used to feel like weak before, but now it's empowering that I can go to that person and say, Hey, you're not, 
you're not doing that. Or I can give them things and say, this would help me feel more protected. This would help lower pressure noise. That's why I need you to do it. And it, it, it gives us a connection that I do like. Yeah, for sure. So here's what's it. Gosh, you guys, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it because the way you're communicating this, I think the, the entrepreneurs listening are going to hear possibility and they're going to hear the potential for really being able to get help. Because um, what I'm, when, when I hear you say like, it used to feel weak to say, I need help. I need support. Let's like explain that contrast to me, Brad. So it used to feel weak. What does it feel like now? Well, it's, in, it's empowering now. It, like now this thing that was in my brain that I would, cause honestly, most of it, I just avoided, I didn't want to deal with it. And so there was this, this compounding noise in my head of, I know I need to be doing that, but there are other things that are more important. I'm just going to, I'm just going to suppress it down inside. Now I can take it out and give it to somebody and know that it's going to get done. And I, and I have the ability to, to think again and to process and own, I got all these things owning space in my brain because they weren't being dealt with because I was never going to deal with it, but now I have somebody there that, that will, and that I have a process that I can trust and an accountability that, and a clear outcome on it. Yeah. Ryan, how much easier, easier is it for the two of you to communicate with the team within the system of, you know, our cadence than it was before? Man, it's, it's night and day. We, we didn't know what to say other than, man, it's burning. And when, when Brad talks about, you know, this, this com- compounding pressure on, inside of us, that's, that's where we were at the end of last year. We did not want to go through what we went through again in 2017 because we haphazardly approached our business and our interactions with our employees. And so the end result of that was we just let everyone go and we were faced with a, a decision. Do we contract, right? Do we, do we reduce the size of our, our impact that we're going to make in the world and be okay with that? But any, any impact-driven entrepreneur knows that that's not okay, right? That, that is like the absolute last place that we wanted to be. And that's why we came to you. And now, because we're clear, on what we're trying to, what we're hiring people for, and we have a clear system to plug them into, man, we, we, in our practice, we talk about people collapsing time in their financial game plan, 40 years of results in 10 years or less. That's what you did for us, man. We achieved at least 12 months in four months or less just by using and plugging into your system. That's fantastic. That's so awesome. Um, for the people who are listening, cause like I'm, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second for the entrepreneur who's listening going, Oh, come on guys. Like, can it really be that easy? So, so give, give them some tactics. Like what are some actual things that you took out of our program and you put in place and what was the difference that it caused? Well, before we jump into one of those, I will say this, like if you asked <laughs> me two months ago, I still would have been like, I have no idea what right. I, where this is going to go. Like I was in the middle of the tunnel where I, lost the light behind me and I didn't have it in front of me before. And I looked at everybody else in the group getting these massive results. I was like, what, how come I'm like, how come I'm not getting that? It'll feel like everybody's implementing way faster when you get in, but we've really only implemented two or three things, but you helped us identify the two or three things, most important things. And I've already taken three drinks of a water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me thirsty. (laughs) But it doesn't take, like the thing I want to take, you don't have to be perfect at the entire system from day one to get the result. You just need to find the couple pieces that are meaningful, implement those, and then find the next ones. So as we go through these tactics, it's not, 
yes, you can get the results. And it didn't take shutting down my business for four months to, you know, write out steps and procedures and processes. So with that in mind, go ahead, Ryan, what you did for us is we, a, you helped us get very clear on who we needed to hire the exact personality type, the exact responsibility of what that person needed to be. That was insanely empowering for us. Mm -hmm. We just picked someone in our network that said they wanted to work with us us and started throwing money at them. But now we were targeted. We intentionally weeded out 97% of the distractions so we could focus on the 3% that would work. Then once we had that person, we knew how to clearly plug them into a system of, hey, here's where we're going. We haven't done very good at the annual stuff, but man, we've been amazing at the quarterly stuff and then breaking it down to the 30 and the, the weekly. So now every single day we get on and do our targeted interactions. We report on a number that's meaningful to all of us that all of our interactions um, contribute to. And we talk about what's working, what's not. And on a weekly basis, we're clear on what needs to be done. Both Brad, I mean, that was huge for us. Brad and I are now working together instead of independently side by side and the same for our team. Yeah, that's huge. Are you going to add something, Brad? Yeah, I was just going to add the getting clear on like we would say we need a personal assistant and that wasn't good enough for Alex. He's like, what is that person going to do? Exactly. No, that's what job descriptions say that executive assistants do. What is your executive assistant? I mean, we went back and forth on our 4R document for a week before we even, but that allowed us to get the person who knew what our expectations were and knew exactly what they were going to be doing for us. And then in the interview with them, it was, I mean, we could go through people a lot quicker. We feel like we got the right person and that's proving fruit now, but we got clear. And now the handoff, like the, the problem before we hired an assistant, we didn't give her anything to do. Like the first assistant we hired, we paid her for like a month and she <laughs> didn't do anything for us because we didn't know how to get it out and off. But with the 4R document, with our huddle and with the, the cadence pieces, we could actually give that person something to do. And then we had time to hire the next person. So it wasn't that time was magically created out of thin air, but we, we were able to offload, create more time, offload, create more time, offload to where we are, where we are now. And it just got faster and faster and faster to where like it took, it took probably six weeks to see really the first result of it. But then it was a month to see the next one. And Ryan and I were just sitting here before jumping on with you that in the last really in the last week to 10 days, we feel like we had another entire month of evolution because it just builds momentum and it compounds. That's huge. That's so awesome. So a couple of things just on that. So one is on the 4R document, you know, I think you drew great contrast because most people write a job description and we, what we write. And so everybody who's listening knows it's role, responsibility, the results you expect and the requirements for the position. And that four-part document really spells things out. So when you guys went out and started interviewing, when the person came in, they were relatively plug and play, right? You don't end up with this place where it's like there's any lag. That description that you just gave, Brad, of hiring someone and having them sit there for a month, I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs have told me that. It's like, I've got an assistant. What do I do? (laughs) But when you go through the 4R process, there's, there's no ambiguity at all, right? And then we could build up. Then it was really like we dread building processes. But once I could, I got bought into the outcome, the results that they were going to get me. I wanted to build the system so that because now I wanted those results. Like I got bought into her position as much as she's bought into her position. And then it, it gave us motivation to say, okay, 
to get that, these are the things you need. This is what it has to be. And then building the process to get that, it pulled us into it rather than us resisting against it. That's awesome. So another thing you brought up that I want to just ask about, because we have a few minutes left, is the, the daily meeting. So we have everybody in our programs do a daily huddle. And when I am in public and I speak to, you know, big rooms of entrepreneurs and I say, you know, how many of you are meeting with your team daily? Honestly, half the room rolls their eyes. They're like, oh, oh it's going to be one of these guys who wants me to talk to my team. And which is so funny, because can you imagine an NFL coach saying, I'm going to coach the team this year by talking to them once a week, you know, <laughs> or you know, it, it just would never work or a director for a movie. Hey guys, I'm going to check in on Thursdays. And when you look at what we do as CEOs, we are every bit the, the coach of the team and the director for the movie. But what ends up happening is it's just, we have too much involvement because we don't have a process. What has the daily huddle done for you guys? Man, I, I think more than anything, it's, it's allowed us to stay connected with our team, connected with the weekly results. And then it's, it's just built momentum. I mean, it, because we follow your cadence, the team, it, it's, it's already preset. We all know when we're meeting. We know what the expected outcome of the meeting is. We know what we're going to be talking about. We know what we're celebrating. We know what, you know, how to report what we're struggling with. And putting that together in succession has resulted in a compounding effect within our business. And when we talk about accelerating results, it's the daily targeted interaction that is really the engine that drives that. So Ryan, here's an interesting question for you. Do you get excited going to that daily targeted interaction? I, I do that. We, we put it right at the very beginning of our day because now the tone is set for the entire day. We know what we're, we know what we're all driving to and we're excited to report on it again the next day. I mean, yes, that, that's, that's what the momentum generator and boost that we have to start the day. So Brad, I share with entrepreneurs, if you're willing to commit to a daily huddle, you will get to the point where the daily huddle is one of the most important things in your life. Are you guys there? Well, I, I had to miss one. At, because I was at like a family thing with my kids and I felt myself wanting to be like <laughs> wait for like 15 minutes so I can do that. Obviously I didn't and I used better judgment, but, but I did. And this is going to sound cheesy, but like entrepreneurs, especially that are in a lot of need of this, we're like, we're alone, right? Like mm -hmm. we feel like we're the ones that are broken. We don't have any connections. I can't go to a dinner party or a Super Bowl party or something and interact with anybody. Cause like I'm wanting to talk about entrepreneur things but like, I feel grounded when I, when all my team there, it's like rallying the troops and I can see what everybody's going to do. And it gets me excited. I'm like, Ryan's going to go crush it today. Eric's going to go crush it. Jessica's going to go crush it. Like we can, we might be able to actually do this. All right. Like, <laughs> I've got the energy for the day where before I had, I had to fight a battle with my team and I had to fight a battle with Ryan. And then I had to go to the marketplace and fight a battle. But now I feel like it's us like putting the armor on, getting the rally cry together. And now, now I really feel like we can go, we can go take over the world. And so that's what I like about the huddle. Uh, guys, I can't like, I've, I've had chills like five or six times while we've been talking because I remember our original conversation and I want you to know something like we have very good content as a company. I know we do because we get a lot of very good results with people, but it doesn't matter how good our content is unless we have entrepreneurs who one, believe in it, implement it, <clears throat> use it in an ethical way and really like care at a deep level. Our stuff does nothing. So when I look at what you guys did, you know, the, the way that you've implemented, the way that you've, you've like pushed the, I believe button, the way that you've gone out and found the right people, like 
here's, here's the thing that I can't get out of my head. You've done as much up to May as you did last year. Um, I, I want to come back in three months and do this again so we can share with everyone where you're going because like the, the growth has literally been explosive. Well, man, and that's, that's the exciting part for us. That's what puts us back in momentum because I mean, last year we grinded the first four months we built a team and now these next three months, man, Brad and I are, we have the pressure or not the pressure, the opportunity, the space and the capacity to go back out and create again. And that hasn't existed in our business for at the very least 12 to 18 months, man. And that is the huge part about this. Yeah. Well, and, and full disclosure, there was a dip in February because we like, okay, hey, we got to figure this out. But we share, you don't, you've been cleaning up your language, which is really great. But you cursed when we shared our March number with you. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> because, because it was double anything we'd done ever before. Triple, triple what we, yeah, probably triple what we'd done before because January is a good month. But then April, we didn't quite hit March, but we didn't fall back to any, like that raised, now we feel like in our company, if we don't hit our April level, like that's our new normal. Yeah. And yeah, it's insane. And I shared this with you before on a Voxer, but like, so we've, we've got some really good mentors around us and they've, they've tried to get us to see to 10 million because of what we do and how passionate we are. And we really feel like we're trying to change the industry. In, in what we do, but I, I never believed it. I honestly, I never believed it. I thought if I could get to three, because I could get to three through hustling, like I could just figure out how to hustle harder and get a couple people to hustle with me and we could do three. But now not only like we're on path to three, but I can, I can believe that we're at 10. Like we're already at 10. We just have to execute. It's not an if, it's we're there. All we gotta do is execute and then figuring out how to go further from there. And that shift, again, that like gets me excited again about what we're doing because nobody likes to plateau. And part of my fear about going bigger was like, well, I can't, so why? Yeah. Why try? Gosh, it's so awesome. All right, guys, so here's what we're gonna do. Three months from now, let's come back and do this again. I wanna get an update from you. Within the next three to four months, I wanna get an update. And here's, here's what I, I want to start working towards with the two of you in our program is if you can see 10 from where you are, that means we're really close to you being able to see a hundred. And, and I know it's been a big step to 10, yeah. but if you can see eight, you can see nine and guys, we're building an infrastructure for the two of you with the impact you have on entrepreneurs where that's where it's going. And I just want you to know, I see it and I'm going to make it my mission to show it to you. I'm excited. Alex, can I just make one plug for anyone? Oh, yeah, for sure, Ryan. If you are an impact-driven entrepreneur, Alex and what he shares will do more for your business than anything else. And man, that has been amazing for us, Alex. So huge gratitude and appreciation to you, who you are, and the system and the team that you've built. I mean, you're leading us on a path that you've already walked. And that's, we love that about you, man, that you, you're leading us. And that, that's been awesome for us. Thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate it, man. Brad, thank you, brother. I can't wait to see you guys next week in Boise. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to hang out. All right. Well, guys, thank you for this. This was absolutely amazing. Awesome. We appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. As you can see, Ryan and Brad are two of the most motivating and inspiring entrepreneurs I've worked with, and I love those guys. And 
um, the way that they look at their business, the way they've grown their business and how much they care about you and you keeping your wealth. So I think it's only appropriate that I give you an opportunity to download a brand new report on net worth growth hacks that we have. This is going to show you how to grow your net worth. And I know Brad and Ryan would be proud of me sharing this along with their interview. So all you have to do is go to billionairecode.com forward slash net worth, billionairecode.com forward slash net worth, and download the three simple secrets to growing your net worth faster than you ever thought you could. Billionairecode.com forward slash net worth. I'll talk to you tomorrow.